Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Leading off the 6 o'clock hour on Budweiser's weekday sports beat. Don't you guys go anywhere. Plan to put on a hitting display. The center fielder. That boy's good. Number nine. Nine times. Nine times. Nine times. A Midwest League champion. Adios! Walk-off home run! Eloy Jimenez! Who prefers to cheer for the birds on a bat. Adios! Goodbye! And maybe that's a winner! Here's Darren Pritchett. Welcome back to Budweiser's Weekday Sports Beat on your home of the Fighting Irish Sports Radio 960 WSBT, streaming live at WSBTradio.com and on our free WSBT radio app. Believe it or not, less than 100 days until the first Fighting Irish football game, which you can hear right here on WSBT radio. But recruiting never sleeps. It's game time for recruiting right now, Mike. This is still your time of the year. We have plenty to talk about, so let's get right to it. I want to ask you about a young man by the name of Micah Bell. His interest in Notre Dame and maybe offer a little information about who Micah Bell is. Interest seems high, Darren. And according to the on three recruiting prediction machine, Notre Dame's got a 95% chance to land them, which is, uh, you know, obviously pretty bold and high percentage for the world of recruiting and how things can change so quickly. But uh, just goes to show that Notre Dame's in a, in a really good position for him. To our knowledge, he's got one official visit set up in the month of June, and it's to Notre Dame. Um, so that's also usually a pretty good sign. Um, as far as the rankings go, he's anywhere from a three-star to a top 100 player. So these sites have different um, opinions on this young man. But um, Notre Dame, very high on him. After Justin Rett decommitted from the Fighting Irish, Bell uh, got his offer from the Irish, and uh, Notre Dame's really prioritized him in this in t- this 2023 class. So we'll officially visit Notre Dame um, the weekend of June 17th through the 19th, and if all goes well, Notre Dame will be getting a pretty darn good cornerback prospect. Mike, it seems like Notre Dame is involved in a lot of high-end cornerbacks at this time, ever since the decommitment you just talked about. I mean, it feels like the Irish are involved in several right now. Bell, definitely a big one. Christian Gray is the one that, I mean, I've been on your show talking about him for, um, you know, about a year or so. Um, He got his offer from the Irish last June um, at Irish Invasion Camp. So, I mean, mean, off the top of my head, those are like the two biggest ones that I could think of. There's certainly some others, but um, as of right now, you got Micah Bell and you got Christian Gray. Micah Tease is another four-star corner. I mean, look – after Rusty commitment, I mean, you're left with zero quarterback commits in this class, and you needed, if you're Notre Dame, two to three really talented guys at the position. So, Bell, I feel like Notre Dame's going to land. You know, LSU hired Robert Steeples as their cornerback's coach a few months ago, and Steeples um, was previously Christian Gray's high school head coach at the Smet in St. Louis. So, 
Um, there's a really interesting connection there. Stiefel's actually interviewed for the Notre Dame quarterback's coaching position that Mike Mickens ended up getting. So, um, again, more kind of um, wrinkles to, to this recruitment that's, that's interesting. But um, all in all, um, it, it's really important for Notre Dame to land Micah Bell and Christian Gray at the quarterback spot. For our WSBT radio listening audience, this interview also is available online on the Blue, Blue and Gold channel on YouTube. So I'm referencing something you showed during our conversation. When you had Micah Bell's profile up there, I noticed Old Miss. That's not something you see very often, Notre Dame and Ole Miss going after the same player. I know it's kind of off topic, but I found that kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I, I would love for Notre Dame to battle Ole Miss more because Lane Kiffin's a lot of fun. So anytime <laughs> we get some Lane Kiffin fun, Darren, I'm, I'm all for it. There's a lot of fun guys down there in the SEC to have some fun with. Uh, that Kelly guy and Lane Kiffin, although I don't think you want to get on Jimbo Fisher's bad side, but we'll leave that for another day. Hey, I got to ask you about a story you posted recently, and you usually tag me on your stories on Twitter, and my heavens, the notifications went crazy on your Notre Dame, Michigan recruiting story. Now, you asked the question, is Notre Dame pulling away from Michigan on the recruiting front? And we see the two head coaches right off the bat, Jim Harbaugh at Michigan and Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame. No surprise, the Michigan fans got involved in the conversation, backing their guy who they now love all of a sudden after they beat Ohio State one time, Mike. Now he's a Michigan guy again. But seriously, you got a lot of response from that particular story. But I find it interesting. There's really good data to back up the headline that was posted. So for people that have not had the chance to read it, don't want you to give away everything, but give us a little small sample of how Notre Dame Michigan recruiting is going right now. When I tackled this article, I did not want to bring an emotional viewpoint on this or try to move the goalposts at all. Just going back to 2010, that's just a good, clean, round number to go to. How do these schools compare since then? In Notre Dame, I want to say it's maybe 55% of those classes is finished higher than, than Michigan, 55 or 60. You'll, you guys will have to go read the article at blueandgold.com, $1 for one-year premium access, of course. Um, and then you just look at this 2023 class and how many players on the Michigan commit list Notre Dame has offered, and then vice versa. How many of the 13 Notre Dame commits did the Fighting Irish beat out Michigan for? So we looked at 2022. So just look at here recently and then, you know, the past, you know, 11 years or so, how are these two teams battling it on the recruiting front? And look, I, I could have written this article about Notre Dame and USC or Notre Dame and Ohio State, Notre Dame and Clemson, like some of these other contemporaries for Notre Dame on, on the field and, um, you know, on the recruiting front. But Michigan, like even though the Irish aren't playing Michigan for another 10 years or 11 years, I'm very aware that fighting Irish fans despise Michigan the most. So that's the, that's the school I wanted to, to, to have this article, you know, uh, be based on is Notre Dame versus Michigan. And, it just seems like Notre Dame is recruiting at a higher caliber right now than Michigan. Can that change? Absolutely. We have, what, six and a half months until National Signing Day. But right now, the last time I checked, when I wrote that article, Michigan had six commitments, two ranked inside the top 400, according to the 2023 on three consensus. Comparatively, 12 of Notre Dame's 13 commits are ranked in the top 400. So, again, a lot can change. Of course, Michigan's going to sign, you know, 20 more players or whatever it is. 
in this cycle, but you know, uh, you know, you look at the past couple of years, Notre Dame is going one way, Michigan seems to be going a different direction. Can I bring up something a couple of people posted in response to your article? There were a couple of people that brought up the fact that Jim Harbaugh, when he first got to Michigan, was doing all these wild recruiting things. I mean, he had a sleepover at a guy's house. They were taking overseas trips to practice. So they were doing a lot of things. And a couple of people posted wondering if Jim Harbaugh got burned out and now he's not doing such high-profile recruiting stuff. Then the conversation became, do we have to worry about Marcus Freeman? burning out because he is on the go all the time, recruiting, recruiting, recruiting. Should that be a concern? I, I mean, he's a human being, so sure, I guess. But, you know, for Freeman, you got to have a really good support system, which I think he does. you got to have good structure. There's got to be, you know, good plan in place that there's people around them are saying, hey, here's the guys you got to contact this day. You know, th- you know there's got to be some of that or you will burn out. But from what I know about Marcus Freeman, I personally would not have concern about that. If recruiting is in your DNA, then you just kind of live and breathe it, and it, it won't burn you out. You know, again, given that you have a good plan in place, but just recruiting, that's Marcus Freeman. I mean, the, the guy just has that aura of – and we talked about this okay, just last Friday when I was on your show, there. Like, Freeman just has this aura about him that, you know – He's just has this infectious personality, whether he's talking to recruits or he's at some Notre Dame alumni club or, you know, whatever it is, he's still recruiting, if that makes sense. Like he's selling just seems like all the time he's selling himself. He's selling Notre Dame. He's selling the vision of the program. Um, I just think, so again, whether it's high school prospects or, you know, getting coaches to come to Notre Dame, whatever it is, he's, recruiting is just who he is um so no i I personally don't think he'll get burned out um but i I did see those comments darren and not a concern well i'll add my two cents worth some coaches love recruiting others don't and the ones that love it aren't going to get burned out well i i I should have just uh said that that would have been a lot easier to get to the point there (laughs) see that's the novice recruiting guy keeping it really overly simple so well, that's you. Yeah, that was a five-second answer that I could have given. I should have given because that's a lot. Yeah, I gave a very long answer to say that same thing. But yeah, the guy just lives and breathes recruiting. It's just who he is. So I'm not. I'm not worried about it. I love your answer, Mike Singer, recruiting insider, Blue and Gold Illustrated, blueandgold.com. Something else you wrote recently, five things that kind of caught your attention recruiting-wise or things that are coming up. You mentioned Notre Dame is set for a monster summer when it comes to recruiting. Can you define just a little bit what a monster summer might look like? Yeah, I don't know. Monster is just a, a word I use probably too frequently. You know, major recruiting, so whatever it is. So Notre Dame had big recruiting weekends in March. It was like the March 17th weekend. And they had a big weekend for the blue gold game. What I had said a lot during those times was those marches as it set up for May commitments. And we saw, I think, four new commitments in May. 
So now you're going to have these June official visits. You have um, an offensive lineman, Elijah Page from Phoenix. He's, he's doing this weekend. He's big, 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 big recruiting weekend, June 10th, June 17th, all massive official visit weekend. So you're going to have those labor pay off with, you know, whether it's the kids announcing during their visits or right afterwards or 4th of July or sometime in July, August, whatever it is, you know, that, that's when you're going to see a lot of these kids commit to Notre Dame. So the, the fruits of the labor um, will, will pay off here. So that's when I say monster summer. It's not only these big recruiting weekends, Darren, but it's also the kids who are committing. A lot of them will do it during the summer because they want to commit before the start of their senior season to lock in that spot and focus on their senior campaign. Also, the Notre Dame staff wants to have the bulk of their 2023 recruiting done before the start of their season so they can give as much focus as humanly possible to the football season. So, um, yeah, big, big summer for Notre Dame. Are they going to sign a top-five class? Uh, The answer to that question will largely depend on how well they, they close this summer. I have a follow-up question, but only the die-hard recruiting guys and gals will get this because this is going deep into something you talked about last year. Maybe one of the keys for a monster summer is going to be changing the barbecue recipe. Maybe Marcus will do that. Hey, man, I, do, I remember that conversation that we had. Yeah, it's all about that seasoning. We, yeah, <laughs> if you're going to have some barbecue – Oh, we need a good rub. We need a good dry rub for, for some ribs. Yeah. I want to ask you about Jordan Hall, a linebacker that the Irish are interested in. But before I ask you about him specifically, what a recruiting hall last year at the linebacker position. I, mean, I know you love that linebacker group, and we got a sense of them during spring football. After you have such a great class, can you talk about the keys for this particular recruiting cycle, what the Irish might be looking for out of their linebacking recruitments? Yeah, so they already have two linebackers committed. Um, you, you have Preston Zinter, who's you know pretty athletic guy. I think he could play Mike Will or Rover. Uh, and then you have Drake Bowen, the in-state player, um, who really, I mean, he's super athletic as well. He could play, uh, I'd probably see him as a, as a Mike or a Will. And then they're looking at taking one more linebacker in this class. Jaden Osbury seems like the, the player that the staff has zeroed in on. They really, really would like to land. Um, I think his high school university lab is literally on LSU's campus. His dad, Verge, um, I think played at LSU and currently works at LSU too. So that would be quite the recruiting win, Darren. Uh, and, and then you look at a guy like Jordan Hall um, from Bradenton, um, Florida. He's from Virginia, but attends school at Bradenton, Florida, IMG Academy. You also have his teammate, um, Samuel Pemba, is, is a big-time linebacker uh, who Notre Dame's after. So Hall is more of a Mike, and Pemba's more of a, a, a Rovers, maybe even a Viper. He's just what I would call a defensive athlete. So all of these guys I just mentioned officially visiting Notre Dame in June, whether it's those two commits or Hall and Pemba or Osbury. So um, Notre Dame should be able to get a, a pretty darn good third linebacker. And, I mean, as long as Marcus Freeman's the coach at Notre Dame, you, you should expect for the Irish to have some pretty darn good linebacker classes. You are so locked in on football recruiting. Have you happened to run across the Bowen kid from Northwest Indiana swinging a baseball bat? I have. Last summer he was playing in a tournament down here in Atlanta. And 
Um, you know, I was more rubbing elbows with his uh, with his pops, but uh, you know, yeah, you know, he's a darn good player, and uh, even his younger brother Dylan uh, Bowen, he's a darn good looking player too. So um, yeah, maybe maybe uh, even some some more Bowens in the future at Notre Dame. Yeah, that ball zings off his bat pretty good. That looks like a Division One bat, possibly as well. Well, he's going to play for Link Jarrett, yep. so yeah, absolutely. All right, Mike, a lot going on. I mean, that was just a sample of some of the things that you've talked about at Blue and Gold, Illustrated, blueandgold.com, or tweeting out as well. And the greatest offer known to man is still available. As it says on the screen right here, right below me. Yep, dollar for one year premium access at blueandgold.com. So Wednesday starts camp season at Notre Dame. We'll have several camps. Um, you know, there, there's a few prospects of note on campus. Wednesday, you can find the preview of that article Wednesday morning at blueandgold.com. Irish Invasion this weekend, the Lineman's Challenge. You'll have Sunday night football, June 12th. Um, more evaluation camps. So while you have all these big official visit weekends, um, Bloom and Gold will be at most of these camps where the Notre Dame staff will be looking at these prospects. We'll get to watch them as well. Um, so all sorts of good footage and analysis we'll have on the site as well. So, I mean, I say this every single time I talk to you, Darren. Now is the perfect time to sign up for BloomGold.com. Uh, there's really not a bad time to sign up, and now is definitely a good time. Finally, you're based in Georgia. Give me a sense. The Irish baseball team is playing in Statesboro, Georgia, Georgia Southern. How far is that from you? And can Tyler Horka hang out? I really don't know. I, 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 I wish I had, I have not been to Georgia Southern. It's, it's not on the way of anywhere I would be driving. I know that. But I, I mean, Darren, I, I am so busy with Notre Dame football recruiting coverage that I didn't even know that they were playing Georgia Southern. So, so uh, that, that's news to me. But yes, I mean, everything in Georgia is drivable. So yeah, come on down, Tyler. See, I threw that softball at you knowing that you were so focused on football that you know, who cares about Statesboro, Georgia? So until a kid is there that's no really, idea. really good that plays football, then you'll love it. <laughs> there you go. Right. Yep, there you go, Dan. Hey, Mike, good to be with you. Thanks, as always, for the conversation. Mike Singer, Recruiting Insider, Blue and Gold, Illustrated, blueandgold.com. We'll talk to you next week. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Darren. That's Mike Singer. More sports speed in a moment on Sports Radio 960 WSBT. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. 